Time to invest in new microphone. Or new neighbours that can just kill them. The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Welcome to episode 16 of Men Podcasting Badly. This is a show about old and forgotten games. We play games that we've chosen to play, we play games that we've chosen for each other to play, and we play games that you guys have chosen for us to play. This week, we are playing games that you guys picked for us. I am Skets, and this is Cookie. How be all, matey? How you doing? Yeah, all good, mate. How you doing? No, not too bad, thank you very much. Just enjoying my lazy day. Yeah. Super lazy, yeah. Just a day, day, of, day of FIFA. FIFA? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, well, one massive thing. I don't know. I, I'm not too bothered about talking about it that much, but uh, Lockdown 2 is here, isn't it? Yes, yes. Do you know what? I wish that, you know, damn it, obviously, as we spoke about now, that we're postmen, so we're key workers, aren't we? So, no furlough. I was hoping to have that time now for my PS5 when that arrives. <laughs> that would have been lovely. But no, yeah, got well, bloody work. <laughs> got to work. Well, I, I didn't have to. I was, um, I had to shield for the first one. Again, the same as I said last episode, I didn't know how much or what I can actually say about all that kind of stuff. But I think it's fine. So, uh, yeah, I was shielding. I was off for five months when we first started this this podcast. <laughs> That's absolutely insane. So, so I was just getting something up on my screen there. I actually done my notes on the computer this, for this week. Did you? Excellent. Yes. I forgot to buy a notepad, you see, and I was like, ah, shit, uh, do you know what? I'll just do it on the computer. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> get with the times. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So, uh, I mean, yeah, there's a few, uh, we said just before starting, there's quite a few things I want to talk about in this uh, in this first section, so uh, I'll try and uh, not stick on one subject for too long. No problem. I, I've been meaning to bring up kickstarter to you since a, a while ago you said that uh you backed your very first kickstarter yes i did yeah any news on that how's that going uh i well actually i backed it and then i cancelled it because i had too much stuff coming out that week oh, forgetting dear. that the um the thing was the money was getting taken out that week so now the campaign's already uh, gone ahead and now i can't back it again so i was like okay. oh shit so i emailed them i was like look can i get back to it again please but i've heard nothing so the game will get released on the bloody playstation 5 anyway so yeah i'll be fine. i'll get a copy but i'm just a little bit annoyed with myself but i had so much stuff coming out that week like game wise i was like oh no no well that's not gonna <laughs> be out for another like two years i won't worry about that yeah that's <laughs> fair so uh there is a thing so i backed uh, a board game on kickstarter and i did it on the they did a late pledge board games are quite big on kickstarter they're, they're probably the biggest, what's the right word? The biggest industry oh. that uses Kickstarter. Is it industry? Yeah. And so, like, anybody who's into modern board games knows all about Kickstarter. It's, it's weird how how I can listen to, a, like, my board game podcast and they're constantly talking about Kickstarter. But if if I talk to people who aren't, aren't into into it, then they probably wouldn't have a clue um, or, or, or not know as much. But... Uh, yeah, we we backed we backed a game called Nemesis 
on, on Kickstarter. Like I said, it was a late pledge. It was the the day before they were finishing the late pledge because the Kickstarter actually happened about three months ago, I want to say. But uh, yeah, so I am currently waiting on about 550 to 600 pounds worth of Kickstarter board games. Jesus. <laughs> I thought I have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to apologise. My... Uh... The people who live above me have just put their washing machine, I've noticed, so my microphone's shaking. So I do apologise yeah. if something yeah. comes. <laughs> we're we're oh. not best of friends, me and my neighbour, unfortunately. No. Time to invest in new microphone. Or new neighbours, so I can just kill them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite happy with either option. That is going at the beginning of the episode. That's both you and Jacobs who said about talk, talked about killing your neighbours now. That was it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, i got yeah. something for the end of the episode as well now oh good <laughs> but yeah try, try and have a guess how many board games i'm waiting for for that uh, amount of money how much was it again uh, i would say between 500 and 600 it's probably closer to 600 with postage all right and i'm just going to put them at 100 pound a pop i'll just say say if it first 500 then we'll just say i'll just say five i'm waiting on three only three that's madness. That is absolutely madness. But for that amount of money, I mean, like I said, I thought I had a problem with buying things, but you win. <laughs> so what are they then? The first one, uh, Frosthaven. It's the sequel oh, to Gloomhaven. Gloomhaven. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you talking about that a lot to me. That's going to be good. We, we've almost completed Gloomhaven, but well, we would have completed it by now if it wasn't for lockdown. But uh, it's so good. I find that odd. I thought you would have completed it because of lockdown. Well, we're playing with playing it with our neighbours. Oh, I thought it was just you and Kel. So, no, we had to stop. Imagine when Soren grows up. That'd be epic. Get him in there. Uh, that's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, the other one, the one we backed recently, is, um, it's called Nemesis. Uh, you've probably never heard of it. It's basically Alien, the board game. Oh. And you're on a ship, you're running around. It takes about three to four hours. Uh, but it's classed as a semi-co-op. So you're all co-op to start with but everybody has their own little personal goal so it might be that they have to get a certain person killed or or they have to try and get some of the alien eggs back to earth or something like that Um, and you run around the ship all the ship all the rooms are placed randomly every time so it's different every time you might have to get to the bridge to enter the court coordinates for earth in and then get into like a stasis pod but some people might be trying to steer the ship away from Earth. That might be their personal goal, so you don't know if you can trust them. Uh, certain things might happen. It might uh, the, the ship might actually be too damaged, and all you ha- all you can do is escape in an escape pod instead of a stasis pod. It's just so many different things can happen. Oh, sounds epic, dude! I mean, you love your board games, don't you? Yeah, the expansion. Well, it's it's kind of an expansion, but it's also a game in its own right. It's called Lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so conveniently. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the same kind of thing, but on a base on Mars. Yeah. But so it's a they're, they're meant to be absolutely amazing games. If anybody who's interested in 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 that kind of thing, definitely look it up. They're they're so good. I really hope they bring some computer games out like that. They've obviously done Among Us, which pretty much came from a lot of these um social deduction games that I said that I've played. Yeah. Town of Salem was the one I was trying to think of. I, I've got it. It wasn't very good. But yeah, I'm really hoping the next the next thing they do is bring out a game. Because you've also got the one versus many, like the Friday the 13th one, is it? Or Halloween? 
Halloween. I don't know. I'm sorry, horror fans. I ain't got a clue. Don't watch yeah. horror. <laughs> and there was another one, Dead by Daylight. All Remember right. that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was like one versus many, which pretty much came from tabletop games as well. So I'm really hoping they do a, a semi-co-op game where you all actually are working together to start with. And then at some point, something happens and one person's turned on everybody else. And that could be a random event. I really hope games go in that direction as well, because I think that really could work after Among Us. I do think that could be enjoyable. I think it could be one of the next biggest things because they, they don't exist yet. It'd be new to people and there's so many things they could do with it. But Yeah, um, for sure, like, you know, let's say just Yeah. It's like a bit different for now, like, you know, like you said that Among Us though is just literally blown up now and there's gonna spawn lots of new other things now, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, did you hear they they started working on Among Us Two already? And they they just scrapped that idea. Well, it's a two year old game. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, and it was just, just some streamers decided to start playing it it's a big streamers and everybody loved it so it's just blown up no way oh they started working on working on a second one but uh but then they decided no we're going to concentrate on this one actually and improve this one like how Fortnite done it basically yeah yeah i just said i'm not going to waffle on about stuff because we got lots to get through but i took ages talking about nemesis never mind um <laughs> Oh, no, you carry on. Yeah, I've got three things I want to talk about. The second thing I want to talk about are eSports team. Yes, excited. (laughs) (laughs) Was it you wrote on the post? Um, No one's asked for this, but we brought it to you anyway. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, because there are things like backed by popular demand. This is no demand whatsoever. Absolutely none. No. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I just realised I wrote that in the notes expected because you normally ask if i've been playing anything i know i was working my way to, i was going to get there eventually. heroes yeah so yeah. I, I i've jumped the gun a little bit and i'm telling That's you fine. what i played because we, okay. we played a bit of rocket league and it was it was fun again yeah we really enjoyed it again yeah i love playing I, pl- I got back into it sort of about a month ago but that was just before fifa come out and now i'm on that all the time yeah but I, don't, I don't want to play fifa all the time it's just that I've got nothing else to play. As soon as that PS5 is in my hands, that's it. You know, I probably yeah. will still play some FIFA, but I will play Demon Souls, Assassin's Creed, or Godfall, whatever. So, yeah. Just at the moment, I'm just on one game. I've been a bit boring. There is nothing wrong with that. I've played a lot of Heroes of the Storm as well. <laughs> oh, of course you have. <laughs> I've been enjoying it as well. Yeah, I'm really enjoying that again. Uh, one last small thing I want to talk about before we get on to you. I probably should have ask you first i think most good hosts do that don't they <laughs> but uh, i feel bad now maybe, maybe i'll switch these around and so when you're listening you may have heard cookie already because i've already switched it around there we go <laughs> <laughs> you're doing never, fine don't worry i i never just spoke about myself first at all i asked cookie first that was fine mate sometimes <laughs> you just you know it's nice to mix it up a little bit yeah this morning uh, I, i've spoken a few times about Soren playing uh, Crash Bandicoot. All right. And and Spyro, haven't I? He's be, all he's wanted to play for a long time now is Lego Marvel. He hasn't played Crash Bandicoot for months. And I just woke up to him pulling the cover off me this morning saying, Daddy, I want to play Crash Magikoo. Because <laughs> <laughs> he can't say Bandicoot properly. And I was like, oh, really? Okay. Oh. Uh, and he was still, he's still rubbish at it. It is a notoriously difficult game already. Yeah, it's not easy. 
But no. he is quite good at the ones where you run towards the screen. No way. Yeah, I don't know how. He's no. not really practiced much on it, but uh, yeah, the first, I think it's the, le the second level or the third level is he got the boulder. Boulder chasing he, after, yeah. Yeah, and he managed to do, to do the first two checkpoints fine. The third one's a bit too difficult. But uh, yeah, he was really good at it. Oh, bless him. Yeah. <laughs> Pro gamer cool. in the making. Yeah. So that's everything I wanted to talk about. What about you, Cookie? How's your week been? Have you been playing much other than FIFA? And your games for the podcast? Yeah, my games for the podcast. Um, well, uh, I'm trying to play some uh, Trails of Cold Steel 4, because that's turned up since I last played it. So I've been playing some of that, but I forget this This game's just so long-winded, like text-heavy, really bad. Like, you know, and I, I've got to the point now where I'm holding down the turbo button and I'm skipping lots of it because I just <laughs> really? want to finish before the bloody playstation yeah I, I i know what's going on anyway i don't need to know everything you know yeah so um yeah that's about it really all i'm playing is just those two games at the moment plus obviously the ones for the pod apart from that nothing um there's, there's only one thing i really wanted to talk about um have you ever completed pokemon ruby no i've never played a single pokemon game oh do you know what this fish has who <laughs> this fish this fish what? Yes, <laughs> I think I've seen something about that. Yeah, let me explain it. Sure. So, yeah. after three thousand hours, this pet fish has completed Pokemon Ruby. It goes by the name of uh, oh, God damn! I love, love murdering names. Right, it's Japanese, so we've got Nutikimaru. I think that's pronounced like, something like that. Anyway, right. What they've done is they stuck up these um, uh, like these the numbers and the up, down, left, right, whatever, on the fish tank at the back, whatever. And whatever yeah. the fish goes on, there's a sensor that reads it onto the game. Right. Um, <laughs> so um, they thought they'll just give it a go and see how it worked. Uh, it took him, I think, let's have a look. They have to set the clock in your house, apparently, at the beginning of the game. That took the fish about 35 minutes to just to do that. Really? <laughs> set the <laughs> clock, right. But then, unfortunately, after that, though, you have to... Um, the next uh, player must visit their neighbour and greet a character on the second floor. Unfortunately, though, it took him 19 hours just to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, sat <laughs> I sat down and watched um, the YouTube video of it. So obviously they've got their, like, their version of, or, or something called like a version of like a Twitch or whatever in Japan, whatever it is. Like. Yeah. And it's funny because there's all these comments are coming down. People are subbing to the channel like, and all it is is just fish. <laughs> just swimming around on one <laughs> half of the screen and the other half is just watching um ash isn't it go up down left right moving around there we're eventually getting to a battle and yeah. then um it's, it's hilarious watching the battle there just watching this fish like like pick i don't know like make up and make up and move now like wind gusts you know just going down a <laughs> and <in the> move. <laughs> but it's brilliant i i couldn't believe it but fair shout to that fish yeah, <laughs> it was a. I must say, I'm, I'm, I might um, post it and um, people can uh, watch it and uh, read about it. But I, uh, I sat there in a row just watching this fish play Pokemon was unreal. <laughs> that is quite cool. I yeah. like that. Three thousand hours. <laughs> but do you know what? I, that's, that's not bad. If something hasn't no. got hands, that's just that's not bad. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, that's all I've got to talk about. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, should we get into games? Let's do it. 
I think I will talk about Street of Rage. So I was given either Streets of Rage 1, 2 or 3 from Stuart Tracy because he, I think it was around about the time Streets of Rage 4 came out. So he said, oh, I'll just stick this in the hat. You can choose. And I chose Streets of Rage 3. Epic. Well, Streets of Rage 3. It was developed by Sega and a developer called Ancient. Never heard of them. Is that what the, the gold man or whatever it is? I have no idea. Not a clue. I could be making <laughs> shit up right now. <laughs> um, I think I know the one you mean. Is it? No, I don't. I don't. It's, like, it's in, like a square in... with a gold man. Okay, no, I'm thinking of interplay. Is there a man in interplay? Is it interplay? I don't know. Oh. Anyway, for the Sega Mega Drive uh, and released in 1994. Now... The same as we've been saying a lot for these kind of games, I really struggled to write stuff down to start with for this. I was like, I didn't know where to start. And I, in the end, I got quite a bit written down because I thought, well, maybe people don't actually know this game. Out of all the Streets of Rage, mate, the third one is the one I've never played the least, actually. Yeah, I do go into talking about that. So I've gone a bit philosophical because, <laughs> because, of, uh, because of that, I think, in this, uh, in this write-up. Most people will know... But maybe not all of our listeners. The Streets of Rage 3, or the Streets of Rage series, was a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Like I just said, I decided, to play, I decided to play the third one. It's it's one that I didn't really play much when it was first out. Uh, you just said you, uh, you, you didn't play it at all. And I think that goes for a lot of people, I would say. And like I just said, it, it's something I, I will talk about in a little bit. I did wonder, it, it was released towards the end of... The Mega Drive's life, or maybe not towards the end of Mega Drive's life, but like a year before the PS1 was out. So um, maybe that's why it wasn't as well known. But it was the same for Sonic 3, wasn't it? Did you ever own Sonic I 3? Own, yeah, I owned that one. No, okay. played the death, that one, yeah. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> I was, was going to say, it, it seems like Sonic 1 and 2 were much more well known than Sonic 3. I would agree. Yeah. yeah. I don't really know why, though. But yeah. Uh, back to the game, I thought it was a bit dull, if I'm honest. <laughs> it was odd. So it didn't really add much to the game for me, uh, to, to the series. The stages looked either boring or way too much. You know, there's one one level where you're in like a disco and there's fucking lights flashing all over the place and it really annoyed, really annoyed me. <laughs> to, to me, that looked bad, but I don't know if it looked good at the time if that was the sort of desired kind of thing that people wanted that maybe there wasn't so much that they could do so having a fucking disco going off in the background was <laughs> was interesting to people i don't know i don't know to like a, a young boy a bit of a party going on a bit of a fight in the disco sounds pretty epic i think yeah yeah i don't know it's a hard game to review because all it is is you walk forward 
you beat the crap out of people and you walk forward. <laughs> Actually, one of the most funniest things about the Streets of Rage series that makes me laugh the most is the fact um, that you uh, get your energy from like the food from bins. Yeah, yeah. I've never understood that. No. No, there was another game. Was that a game you played? Or Jacob's played, but it was the same. Could have been Jacob's. Golden Axe? No. Turtles, maybe? I don't know. I can't remember. No. But, like I was saying, it was a, it was a bit dull to me, but looking at, like, the reception on, on, um, on, well, I looked on Wikipedia, but I saw a few other reviews. Apparently it was really good. People really enjoyed it at the time, and they said they added a lot more after the other two and the stages were more interesting oh but yeah i didn't i didn't feel that way may i I thought maybe i'm just looking at the first two with sort of rose-tinted glasses yeah and thinking they were great when they actually weren't they were just good for the time possibly yeah but to me i just i don't know if i go back and play streets of rage now i still love it still love the first one but you know, maybe maybe someone uh, coming into games now, like you know, say like some sort of like teenager or whatever, playing Streets of Rage might not think the same thing. They might think it's dull, not much going on. It is. This looks like I said, it's just walking around hitting people <laughs> with no not much objective really. There was talking in between stages, but there wasn't much. Without knowing, I mean, I I sort of knew the storyline. But it didn't really make that much sense. Uh, uh, maybe it did. But yeah, it was just like there was no reason why you were going to a disco. You just you walked through, like at the end of a <laughs> stage, there was a little bit of a chat, and then you're suddenly, I don't know. Let's choose another one. Uh, I can't remember what other stages there were, but like a beach, you know. And there probably was. I didn't see a beach, but yeah, like say for example, if it was a beach. There would, there would be no reason why you have gone to a beach. It doesn't say, like, you're going here because that's where the bad guys have gone temporarily or something. But that's the magic of old games, though, I seem to think. Yeah. Most games were like that when we were younger, though. Nothing seemed to have any sort of reason behind it. It was just, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. But, yeah, I, I thought maybe, like, these kind of games, uh, that were well, the Streets of Rage series, Maybe was the the first sort of scrolling beat 'em up that a lot of kids played at the time. You know, there, there were some that came before it, but the ones that I had played were things like Black Belt on the Master System. You played that? Uh, I remember or, Double Dragon. That was the popular one at the time. I was going to say, yeah, I never played that, but I think Double Dragon was a bit more like it, where you could go up and down the screen as well. Yeah, I played that more in the arcades. I think though. Yeah, the one that I had played, like I said, was Black Belt or, or Vigilante, where it was just proper 2D. It was a bit rubbish. So this was actually really good compared to the ones that I had played before. But yeah, yeah, maybe that's why it was so acclaimed. Is that the right word? I would say so. Yeah. But I mean, I don't really want to take anything away from it. They they were good games and, and they're still kind of fun to play. Hard. This one was hard. I didn't get very far when I played it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so like I said at the beginning, there might be people that haven't played this, so I probably should go over the gameplay a little bit, just in case. You can pick from four characters. Uh, you probably know. Axel, Blaze. Yeah. Skates. Yeah. 
Uh, what's the big beefy dude? Or oh, you got the kangaroo? Or oh, no, Roo is not a he's not an unlockable character. What's the other dude called? Roo is an unlockable character. Yeah. Uh, what's Play, the other bloke playable called? character? I I I played as him and I couldn't remember his name. I had to load the game up again. And, he's a and he's a look. bad guy on number four. Well, he's possessed. Oh, is he? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, I didn't know that. Can't remember. Can't remember his name. Zan. Ah, thank you. Z A N. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's a robot. Is a, a fun fact. Do you know what Skate's real name is? Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna go with Zach. Nope. Don't know why. He's got exactly the same name as my dog. I forgot what your dog's name. <laughs> His name is Eddie Hunter. That's it, Eddie. Thank you. Ed Hunter is Iron Maiden's mascot. Oh. Kelly Kelly told me that I couldn't name our child Eddie. She compromised and said we'll get a dog and call it Eddie. <laughs> so oh. I want her to call Chloe Zelda, so that I know <laughs> I know your pain. Yeah. <laughs> And also, he is Adam from the first one's younger brother. No way. I did not know that. Adam Hunter. Oh. Cool. So, yeah, the bad guy, Mr. X, has decided to run the city with like with an army of robots. He don't give up, does he, Mr. X? I think that's the third no, time, isn't it? That is the third time, <laughs> yeah. It does say yeah. in, in the story, like, after being thwarted twice, uh, the same is exactly the same as James Pond 3 with Dr. Maybe. Or Dr. Wiley for Mega Man. Is that his name? Yeah, or Bowser. I always used to think it was Willy when I was younger. I didn't didn't pronounce it properly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, Dr. Willy. No, Wiley. Oh, Wiley. Yeah, Wiley. I thought he said Dr. Y. No, Dr. Wiley. Okay. Not Willy. (laughs) Mr. X, he's, um, he's detonating bombs all over the city to keep the police occupied while he does his thing and sets his robot army up. And uh, it's uh, it's Zan that actually works out his plan, tells Blaze. Blaze then phones Adam, and Adam is a cop, so he's got his own thing going on. But then, he... oh Christ! So I just remembered I completed this game. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I owned this game. I remember. I've never played it. You release him from jail at the end of it. Who? Adam. Oh, Z- the big one of them. I can remember he was in jail, and you you rescue him. I don't know. I, I, didn't, I didn't complete it because we are men podcasting badly. Yeah, no, you asked me if I've ever played it. I own the game. I remember it now. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, I didn't actually uh, look at the ending. I didn't feel I needed to. Oh, there you go. That's the ending. <laughs> Excellent. Who <laughs> Who do you release from jail? I need to know now. Which one was captured? Nobody. One of them was. Adam was captured in the second one. That's why Skate is there. I, oh, is it the second one I've completed then? No, because I... No. Yeah? No? I don't know. Hang on. Yes. Streets of Rage <laughs> ending. <laughs> oh, Streets of Rage 3 ending. I completed the first one. Right then. So, Blazers just beat up Robot. Right, stage 5 cleared. Robot dead. Oh, actually, no. It's not the one I completed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it must have been number 2, like you said. Yeah. Sorry about that. Well, they're pretty much the same game. That's what I was trying to say earlier. Like, there's not that much difference in them. That's really bugged me now. (laughs) (laughs) I need to complete number three. In the third one, there were eight stages altogether. uh, All had multiple locations. Most of them had, like, three different locations. A couple of them had two, and one had four different locations, and there was always a boss at the end of them. There were sub-bosses as well. 
Funny enough, that's in front of me right now, actually. Yeah, we talk, you said about Rue earlier, didn't you? Yeah. I think it, it, it is the first or second stage. Rue comes along with one of the sub-bosses. And uh, I, I thought, all these years, I, I remembered how to get him. I thought it's you, you couldn't hit him at all. And then when you die or player two enters, they can choose him. But you just don't, you just can't kill him. Because it was really difficult to kill this boss that was with him without him getting in the way and trying to sort yeah. of hit the boss around him and so i ended up hitting him a couple of times accidentally but i was still able to um play as him there was two other characters that you could unlock which i didn't know about no uh, i don't think i actually wrote their names down but one is shiva oh i said there's a boss on this one yeah so oh. to un- unlock shiva uh, it's the boss of the first, the the, full, the final boss of the first stage, isn't it? It's the first, it's the final boss of the first stage and the final boss on the 7B stage as well, apparently. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you have to hold down B as soon as you've defeated, it never said if it was a him or her. It looked like a him, but I don't know. I think she was a girl's name though, isn't it? So... Well, going on Final Fantasy. Fantasy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Yeah, you basically hold down B uh, as soon as you've defeated Shiva, and then you can choose that character once you die again. Like the same, the same as Rue. Once you die and have to use a continue, there was one other character called Ash. Oh, he was taken out of the Western releases because they thought it would be a bit too offensive over here. Us find something offensive? Yeah. Well, this was 1994. Which is still crazy to think about, but yeah, it was because um, he was a homosexual. They took him out of the game completely <laughs> really? because he was homosexual. And it's like it's crazy to think about that now because it like yeah, people will be doing the opposite. They would be saying like you have to include yeah. I mean, I was just reading up the day. I didn't actually realise that um, in the next James Bond film, there's going to be a lady 007 because James Bond obviously is just James Bond, but the title 007 is not. It's a title, isn't it? So anyone can have yeah. the 007. Yeah. So apparently in the new film, she's 007. Apparently the internet blew up. Yeah, I did not know this at all. I was like, oh, well, it's just a title, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think it's absolutely yeah. fine. But yeah, that's crazy. I can't believe they took him out for our our um release. Yeah. Oh, it just shows how far we've come, though, in that time, though, mate. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I I think I must have skipped over a lot of what you can actually do in the game. Yeah, you pick the four characters. You basically like like you've said, you scroll. It's a scrolling beat 'em up. So you go with the screen. You can pick up weapons and use them. You can pick up health. You beat people up. You you can grab. You can grapple them, which is quite cool. You do like different moves from in front of them or from behind them. This is a rubbish review. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much in conclusion, I. I didn't really enjoy this game that much. It it was fun at the time, of course, uh, but that's all it was—a bit of fun. Uh, it was fun. It was fun playing two-player. Actually, yeah, get, I, I used to play it with my cousin all the time. Oh, nice. I, I can't remember if um, the enemies got harder or there were more enemies if you had two players. A lot of games do that now. They sort of scale with how many players are in. But yeah, like like there's not not a lot you can do. You walk around, you pick up weapons, you beat people up. The bosses are hard. Bosses are really hard. Uh 
that's Streets of Rage. <laughs> Generally, Streets of, Ra- <laughs> Streets of Rage 3 wasn't that good, but like I said, apparently, according to reviewers at the time, it was very good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not going to yeah. go against them. It was good for the good at the time, but uh, I I didn't see anything special about it. Uh, there we go. That's Streets <laughs> of Rage done. You uh, you go ahead, mate. Talk about something because <laughs> I'm gonna. Okay, mate. I could waffle on about nothing about that for ages. Yeah, no worries, mate. Well then, the first one I'm going to review was. Theme Hospital, and that was from Lee Spicer. Very nice. So anyway, loved it. Yeah. <laughs> First time, actually, uh, considering that it's such a cult classic. I've never played it before. Haven't you? No, never. Uh, I've always been Theme Park. Yeah. Uh, theme Park, I remember buying that game. Actually, no, I rented it from Blockbuster. And I took it home and I was like, oh, this looks pretty cool. And I played that on hours and hours and I kept renting that game all the time. <laughs> and uh, that game sits proudly on my shelf because I go back to Theme Park quite a lot. So, um... To get the play now, I think, because Think Think Park was the first one, this was the, the successor to it then. This game was released in 1997. Developer was Bullfrog, and the publishers were the money-grabbing arseholes at our EA. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this one's been on a few platforms. Um, It's been on Windows, PlayStation, PS3, PS Portable, DOS, PSP... I've already said PSP, and I'll say it again then. And uh, PlayStation Vita. So it's been around the block. Yeah. What I played it was on Windows, because why not? <laughs> cool. I think this type of game, it has to be. To me, anything pointy clicky has got to be on the Windows to me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing worse yeah. than trying to move a cursor with a D pad. Yeah. And then they tried, they put Football Manager one time, or Championship Manager, I can't remember which one it was now, onto like Xbox or something like that. And that must have been nasty. Yeah. That's a lot of clicking. Yeah, I bet. It'd be there for ages, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if you don't know, which I'm sure a lot of people do now, anyway, that Theme Hospital is a business simulation game. I didn't know that. Did you not know that? I, I knew I knew what the game was, but I didn't know that's what uh, what it was classed as, what the genre was, I suppose it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what apparently it says, like, you know, but then anyone could edit wiki, so... <laughs> Yes, that's where I got true. that snippet from. <laughs> so they can put anything they want and I'll read it out. Yeah. Players design and operate a privately owned hospital with the goal of curing patients. So nice and simple, really. Yeah. Hospitals will include the latest diagnostic tools, uh, cardiograms or more advanced choices like x-ray machines and pharmacies, operating theatres, blah, blah, blah. So whatever you can think is in a hospital, it's generally in this game, but generally with a twist as well. Right. I'll get to all that in a minute. So, um, all right. First off, then, loved it. Every minute I played it. Um, I only done one hospital because 
again, we are men podcasting badly. Yeah. We don't complete games. We <laughs> really just barely touch the surface. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That would do. We, I've only got two weeks to play it, you know. <laughs> yeah. First things first, started off, uh, I had to uh, type my name. So, uh, very challenging start, but I managed to get there in the end. How many A's did you have in your name? <laughs> what, what, ERs more? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cooker. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just put my name as ass, actually. Okay. Yeah. First thing I do, actually, when I started it after that, then um, the hospital has its own layout. You can't change the layout of the hospital whatsoever. You're just stuck with it, you are. Right. Um, it's just up to you where you want to put the rooms to and rearrange stuff in the middle of it. First things first was building a reception desk. So when people come in, they speak to her, and then she will tell them to either sit down or go here or there. And then you've got a higher receptionist. It's quite cool, actually, because underneath uh, each staff member, when you click on it, there's like a little description of what they like or what about them. Yeah. Uh, in this case, uh, the receptionist lady that I picked, was her name was A. Millie, and she collects World War Two shrapnel. Oh, awesome! <laughs> I thought what? that's what that's what I'm looking for in my receptionist straight away. I thought from patients. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll take laughs> that. I don't know. Having surgery, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. We don't know. Awesome. Next things I had to do was uh, build a, a GP's office so we can diagnose the patients, and then again picking doctor of my choice. I'll probably I can't remember what I wrote about him. I don't think I wrote anything about him then. <laughs> I just picked the doctor. Uh, like I say, when, when building a room, though, like the office, you've got um, you're set like a blueprint and you can pick how big you want to make this room. So you can have it, say, like, I know, five squares in length and six squares in width or whatever. It's totally up to you how big you want it. But you just got to remember, uh, the more rooms you have in this hospital, the more uh, things can speed up. Say, for instance, you have, like, if you only have one GP room, then you could have everyone just sitting down waiting to be seen by him. But if you have two, and then obviously you've got more chances uh, of everything speeding up a bit more. Because yeah. the more people that get seen, the more money you make. And that's the whole point of it, I'm guessing, in the end, is making the most money. Yeah. Right. The do- Actually, no, the doctor I did pick, actually, was Dr. Hyten. And the description says he gets people's backs up. So uh, <laughs> he's not a very nice oh, doc- not, doc- not doctor. Not a nice guy. Okay. No, no, he's, he's a bit of an arse, apparently. In, the, in all these rooms as well, you can like place like items down everywhere, things like uh, radiators, fire extinguishers, and uh, and plants as well. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you have to um, make sure they get watered as well because uh, at the bottom of the screen on the right hand side, you've got like a, a like a bloke uh, like a picture of a doctor there, and he will like um, throw out tips to you all the time saying do this, do that. And he kept throwing out all the time saying, oh, make sure your plants are watered. <laughs> he was more worried about that than all the people dying in my They're hospital. Dying. Actually, um, <laughs> did you have many people <laughs> dying in your hospital? No, I didn't have anyone die, actually. I okay. said this was only the first sort of hospital. Um, yeah. I, oh, yeah. The, you would have done lots more, obviously, items more than just like a couple of radiators and plants or whatever. I, I imagine the more progression you do, because like, you go off to different hospitals with more challenges, you want lot of other items. I, that's what I imagine anyway. So it was exactly the same on the theme park. So I couldn't think it would, would be any different. I started off with 40 grand in the bank. And I just thought to myself, was that a lot of money back then? Because right now that would never get you anywhere in the hospital. No, it wouldn't. That's a good point. No. <laughs> but 
Yeah, I just thought, okay, then we'll start with that. Well, when was it? 1997? 1997. Yeah. That was probably quite a lot of money back then. My parents' house cost 52 grand around that kind really? of around that kind of time, yeah. Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be great that it was now? Yeah. Um, next thing I did after that was um, I just oh, threw benches around everywhere because I had people coming in now into my hospital. No, I didn't. I had scrapped that. I had no one coming into my hospital actually at the time. Nobody. Um, <laughs> no, no, because I haven't opened it up yet to the public. Oh, you got to do a grand opening. Yeah, yeah. I just you can you just you have a little timer in the corner. So um, either one that finishes or you just choose to open it up yourself. Yeah. So I wanted to uh, make sure that everything was fine. People can just come in. I don't want carnage. <laughs> yeah. Straight away. So I put put all the benches down. Oh, yeah. I wrote, the next thing I actually wrote about this was I forgot actually how much this type of game sucks you in. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what it is. Like something about, especially PC games as well. I don't know what it is. You seem to get, because they're all like, uh, like, 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 say, Football Manager, like Theme Park or any like simulation game. Some reason they just they just drag me in. They do. Yeah, I love them. Like you know, can't get enough of these games. <laughs> there's a game. There's a game called Factorio, that's meant to be Factorio. very similar, which is meant to like be really really good. I've not looked at it before, but yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. It's meant to be amazing. This kind of thing as well. Yeah, I've got um, was it Parkitect? I've got that game as well. I yeah. got that off Steam. I did. That's like theme park again. Yeah, it's alright, but I don't know. When you play the best, what's the original? That's it then. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it's hard to live up to it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so after that, um, no uh, hospital would be complete without toilets. Of course. Again, no, I know I'm waffling on what I've built, but the problem is though, if I just click open to the public and let them carry on, you know, that would have been it, really. So I got to talk about how I did everything. Yeah. Because you know, <laughs> with this one, it's fine as well. I mean. Maybe I just forget more than other people, but I can't remember much about this game apart from the big bloaty heads. Ah, yes. Well, I, I do talk about bloaty heads, actually. Yeah. So, like, yeah. going going through what you can do is, I, I think, is absolutely fine with this one. Yeah, that's what I said. That's how I thought it, because I had to do that again with Age of Empires as well. Yeah. Because it's, just what, uh, no, it's all about progression, and you got to talk your steps how you did everything, really. Yeah. So, yeah, I made all the toilets, did the sinks and that lot. And uh, the next room I built was called the Inflation Room. And that's how we get to bloaty heads. Yeah. Because I obviously said that um, this hospital has a twist and everything. Well, the twist is that all the uh, diseases and infections are just not normal, are they? No. <laughs> Again, so for instance, then the Inflation Room. Um, the patient would come in and have this massive head they would. So the doctor would see them and they'll pick up this... Um, like a, I think it was a pin or whatever, and he'll pop the patient's head <laughs> and then he'll attach it to this machine where he'll inflate it to the correct size <laughs> and then job done. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that yeah. was quite funny to watch, that was. I didn't remember that. I remember the people having yeah. the big heads, but I didn't remember what happens or why they had it. Yeah, yeah, there's no reason to why they have it. It's just there and it's um, <laughs> it's, it's funny to watch. I... I did laugh when I saw that, I must say. Again, yeah, I, this game reminds me of um, Two Point Hospital, which is the um, no, the successor to this now. Yeah. Um, again, I've I've got this game as well. <laughs> was it one of the diseases on there was, um, I can't remember, it's like light bulb head. Right. <laughs> Something like that. 
they would go in and they'll have this machine and it would um untwist their heads, take the light bulb off and then replace it with a human head. <laughs> <laughs> Which is absolutely mental. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Great. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that Two Point Hospital carried on with the um what's it the word of the essence? I don't know, I would say it really. It kept on with the traditions of this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I'd, I'd never even yeah. heard of 2.0. 2.0 Hospital. Yeah, yeah, it got released, ooh, was it last year or year before, I think? And um, I was always, like, intrigued of playing it, and I kept putting it off, and I was actually going to get it for the PlayStation, but I never bothered in the end. I thought, a game like this, again, is more about point and click, isn't it? So it's mouse for me. Yeah. All the way. Yeah, so... I, well, yeah, I finally opened up to the public now, at least, anyway. Yeah. So I started making some money. I made a general diagnostics room. Again, shoved a doctor in there. But by this point now, you, you're getting a gist. It's, it's just like that. You, just make sure you've got a doctor in every single room when you build a room. Yeah. Make sure you have uh, janitors or handymen, whatever you want to call them, going around doing all the tasks. And... um. Yeah, one of the next patients that walked in, actually, was an uh, invisible man. <laughs> <laughs> I was unsure how to cure him. And then uh, next minute, I have a fax pops up on my screen saying, um, the doctor can't diagnose this. And they give me uh, three options to choose on this fax. It was uh, send the patient home, take a chance of a possible cure, or get patient to wait while I build another diagnostic room. Yeah. So I was like, oh, right. and so uh, I built another room. Unfortunately, no, I faffed around too long and the bugger, he just buggered off in the end. Yeah. How, how did you know? Because <laughs> I looked at him and he walked off and he walked out of the building. He had some sort of like, like a bubble over his head okay. where he just said, I think it said X, I think it said something like yeah. that. And he just, he just went. <laughs> yeah, so he got fed up with me taking my time in the end. That's quite cool though. I forgot about that as well. That it gives you yeah. like, the choices of what to do. Yeah, yeah, that was really cool. Yeah, because so then it's, it's not when you replay it, it's got some sort of replay value to it. You know, you can do different possible things in a way, really, can't you? Yeah. After that, really, I, I sort of finished the first hospital. That, I mean, um, I can talk to you about the, the rooms that you have. You've got like a, a DNA fixer room where you um, fix alien DNA, a fracture clinic for obviously bones, hair, I like this one, hair, res- <laughs> hair restore room so we could cure boldness in people. <laughs> <laughs> A jelly fat where you can cure jellyitis and um yeah things like gut rot gastro injections and uh, again there's visibility sleeping illness oh well i call this one the squits yeah that sounds disgusting yeah <laughs> but um, yeah that pretty much is what i've done with the game really um it's, it's it's kind of like hard to explain everything unless you play it all, really. I mean, it's just, it's kind of like the same thing over and over again, in a way, of a sense. It's just building rooms, patient goes into it, gets seen, and then another patient will get seen again after that, and again after that, and repeats itself after a while. But, but the game's fantastic. It's just brilliant. I, uh, I highly recommend playing it. I, uh, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm quite actually annoyed at myself that I've never played it before. Yeah, uh, I forgot you said you'd never played it. Would yeah. you say it's better than Two Point Hospital? I feel like they're, they're both the same game. I feel okay. like that, that, that at the time, Theme Hospital was brilliant. And at the time, now Two Point is brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Two Point Hospital was probably got, like I say, it's just the same game, but with modern graphics. You know what I mean? I think they're both good in their own right. Yeah, yeah. Cool. 
I like I said, I can't remember that much about Steam Hospital, but it's a bit like I'm going to go back to board games now because that's most of what I know at the moment. I don't get yeah. a chance to play board games, but I read about them and and watch videos about them more than I do video games. <laughs> but yeah, so it's a bit like an engine builder where you're sort of basically trying to get everything to work with each other as best as yeah. possible, but you can never a world get it. machine. Yes, that's the one. But you can mm. never get it perfect. You can never get it exactly how you want it. Yeah. There's always going to be something going wrong. There's one cog that's never turning. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose that's one of the challenges with with this kind of game. And yeah. I, I played it when I was younger and I absolutely loved it. I wasn't really into this kind of game. But yeah, there was something about it that it was just amazing, wasn't there? Yeah, no, I absolutely loved it. I um yeah, hats off to them, like, you know, like I said, it's a bit annoyed that I never played it before, but I'm glad I have now. And um awesome. I'll probably get back to it again in all fairness, because <laughs> <laughs> it was good. Yeah. It's kind of like a, it's a nice time passing game. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. But there you have it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I've just downloaded a game on my phone actually. It's a an idle game. Have you played many of them? Oh, is it kind of just where it just does stuff even though you're not playing the game? Yeah. That's my yeah, kind of game. I know I don't have to play it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I log in every day or every other day just to equip better stuff and then let yeah. it do its own thing. It's good. I haven't downloaded a mobile game in years, I must say. No, well, I found myself thinking, like, we always used to play Clash of Clans. Oh, no, you weren't in our clan, were you? But in work. Clash of Clans I played. Yeah, but were you in our clan in work? Yeah. Oh, were you? Yes, you yeah. were. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, no, I just found myself thinking, like, it would be cool to all play a game together, a mobile game together again, because we did, like I said, we did Clash of Clans, then we did Clash Royale for a bit after. I never did Clash Royale, I must say. Yeah, it was good. I, I don't think... They're still playing it now at work, actually, they are. Are they? I don't really see people that much anymore. Yeah, they're all playing it still now. I think, Jesus, yeah. you've been playing this game for about four or five years. I Yeah, I came off of that one because... Brawl Stars was better, actually. I enjoyed Brawl Stars more. But... Oh, that's by Supercell as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. But uh, I didn't enjoy Clash Royale too much in the end. Nah, nah. Clash of Clans was something different. It was something of... It just reminded me of, actually, of Age of Empires of old, sort of, in a way, really. Yeah. But obviously not getting people to do other shit. It's just kind of building up a... It's just all about combat isn't it so yeah 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 i wasn't very good at it at all <laughs> i was all right when i was at a certain level but when the things when i got higher up i found the enemy like other people's base was a bit too challenging yeah going back to my, my point well no, i didn't really have a i didn't really have a point but um like i was saying i i really want a game that we can all play together i, I didn't realize they were still playing yeah they're, they're still playing it what annoyed me with with Clash of Clans, with Clash, well, maybe not so Clash Royale, um, Kelly plays Game of Thrones Conquest. But what annoys oh, me about yeah. those kind of games is everyone ends up with the same base, just at different stages. I exactly. wanted a game where you could all, all sort of jump into a clan, but you can change what you do. So, like, one guy could go, I'm going to have a really defensive base. You know, I don't care about attacking other people. I'm just going to be the defense or like the, so the one I've downloaded was is um is an idle RPG. So you pick one person. They've got eight different classes. So I've got a healer, I've got a tank, and I've got a DPS. And yeah, and like you just send your group out and do like dungeons together. 
That's pretty sweet, but, man. Yeah, it's quite cool. It's called <laughs> Yulala. Yulala. It's really cool. Yeah, Actually, it's really cool. <laughs> well, the my second game that I picked uh, was Toy Story 2. Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. into the hat by my girlfriend kelly hall awesome yeah it, it was developed by traveler's tales i've never heard of them yeah, i've heard of them yeah for the ps1 oh no not just for the ps1 it was on the n64 dreamcast windows and mac as well and um well, nice. it was also on the game boy advance but i think it was it was quite a different game because you couldn't really have a 3d platformer on the game boy advance oh, this was a 3d platform is it yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I played the original one on the Mega Drive, Toy Story One. Um, yeah, that was a two D side scroller. That was good. That was. Yeah, uh, this was also very very good. It, I I was gonna say when I first started typing, so I read it's probably my favorite game that I've played yet on the podcast. Really? Yeah. After thinking about it a bit more, I'm not sure if it quite beats Donkey Kong Country. But uh, it was good. It was very good. So before I get into the game, I actually want to start again by talking a bit about the reception and a bit maybe philosophical, because I think this is one of the few times that I can actually speak from experience about. Yeah, this is a is a game that I would say time has somewhat forgotten, but it was an absolutely amazing game. So yeah, it's kind of been forgotten, but it was also Toy Story, which every kid knew about and absolutely loved. I don't think I knew many people who didn't like Toy Story. Everyone loved Toy Story. So yeah, this game was released in 1999. And at the time, I mean, the the internet wasn't that big. There wasn't really that many ways to find out what games were coming out, were there? Unless you're the kind of person that would buy magazines or, or whatever. But then the people that were the audience that this game was aimed at was not the people who bought magazines. No, it's all kids, isn't it? Yeah. And and most other Pixar... Well, so this was Pixar, wasn't it? Or was it Disney? It was Pixar. Uh, Pixar, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, most other sort of Pixar or Disney games were aimed at kids. And as far as I recall, these kind of games never really got traded back in. I worked. I worked at a game store for about about four years. I would say, from from about the age of fourteen, I was just helping out uh, to pretty much. I was running a shop when I was like seventeen, eighteen. This was about two thousand to about two thousand and four ish. I can't remember exactly. It was a long time ago now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I was I was around for the PS two launch. I don't actually remember much about that at all, really. But the PS1 was still very popular regardless. Like, even after the PS2 launched, it was still really popular. It's the greatest games console ever made. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and again, as far as I recall, I, I could be wrong in this. Like I said, it was a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure 
these kind of games like the Disney and Pixar games just flew off the shelves and they never really came back in. You know, people just kept hold of them because everybody knew the films. Things like Croc, Spyro, Jack and Daxter, Crash Magaku, uh, Ratchet and Clank. They weren't traded in as much as some other games, but we still saw them quite a lot. So people actually got to see those games in the stores when they went looking and they, they were sometimes secondhand. But yeah, these um, Disney Pixar games, people would never really see them in the shops because as soon as they came out, they were gone and they never came back in or very rarely came back in, like I said. So like it's like it was it's, it's as if people wouldn't have known that these games existed that much, if that makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they were gone so quickly that, you know, they weren't known to everyone straight away. Yeah. And uh, and, and so that's that's why I think it's safe to say that most of most of the Disney games would actually fit into our forgotten games criteria. Like Jacobs did um Aladdin on the PS one. I completely forgot was it Aladdin or no, he did Lion King on the PS one. Megadroid. No, he did the PS one version. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I completely forgot that it was released on the PS1. Yeah, I can't remember that either. Yeah, he automatically played the Mega Drive version for a few days and oh. read the bit of paper and realised it was a PS1 version that he was supposed to be playing. Still classic. Such a hard game. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and there was there was so many, like Hercules. There was a Mickey Mouse one that I remember was uh, people were after for ages. And we just never saw it come back in in, in the shop. I know that uh, Mickey Mania was released on the Mega Drive and possibly PS1 as well. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm talking exclusively PS1 games now. Like, ah, okay. It's, it's, it's weird. Like, yeah, all of the like Disney or Pixar ones that released on the consoles before the PS1 were very well known. Mm, but the PS1 yeah. games weren't so well known. It's odd. Because but we're like all too that. busy playing Final Fantasy, that's why. We don't care about <laughs> yeah. anything else. <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I said, so that I think is my theory on why. It, I, like I said, I could be wrong. I think that's why. So about the game, it was uh, it was a 3D platformer, your Buzz Lightyear, and Woody has been taken. I don't actually remember much about the second film. Is that what the second film is about? I can't remember. You can't remember either, no. Um, I remember the first one really well. Uh, I remember the third one with that evil bear, that pink one, yeah. whatever. And yeah. I recently watched the fourth one. Well, it wasn't recently. It was last year now, I can't remember now. At the cinema. Second one, can't tell you anything about it. No, I can't remember it. It's like the Streets <laughs> of Rage 3 of films then. Yeah. <laughs> no one remembers this one. <laughs> Uh, so, so you start you start in Andy's room. Uh, there are some enemies around. You, you got like jumping ones that are like I assume like the enemies that are in um, the other guy's room in the first one, not Andy, the guy with the black skull on it, the black top with the skull. Where they end up? Oh, right, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name, but evil kid. Yeah, evil kid. Yeah, they they look a bit like they should be his toys. They got like a plane flying around as well. And I think most of Andy's room was designed to get used to controls, which makes sense. A lot of these games have like a bit of a tutorial level to start with. Mm. And I left the room and I could go left down the stairs or right. And the T-Rex was there and there was like a rope up to the attic. And so at this point, I was assuming that this was most of the first level done. 
I was massively wrong. The oh. whole of the first level is the whole house. What? And there was loads of stuff to do. It was really cool. Like, I spent about an hour on this first level. So there was like five different quests that you could do. One was you had to find eight of Bo Peep's sheep. You had to get 50 coins to give to Ham. Uh, you could race in the garage uh, against the car. I don't remember the car's name. No. You had to find Mr. Potato's ear. <laughs> and there was an enemy in the attic that you had to defeat. And once you've done all of like each of these five quests, you get like a Pizza Planet token. Uh, like I said it was five in and each of the levels. And, and they were massive. Uh, I, I had such a good time playing it. Like trying to think of what game it would be like where it's just like a massive level <laughs> you just go you just going round and round like trying to look for different things one thing i would have liked to know i'm not sure i i didn't come across it if 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 you could pick up the quest items before you actually get the quest so like i didn't know i had to collect bo peep's sheep until i'd seen her in the kitchen but i was thinking for like speed running or whatever or once you trying to get through the game a bit quicker whether you can like pick up all the different bits on the way to the quest. Oh, that'd be handy, wouldn't it, for speedrun for sure. But um, I found everything in the order that they wanted you to find it. So, I, the the first level was quite well done, I would say, quite um, well met, well laid out. Yeah. As as for weapons, you had like a blaster on your arm. You know the little the little laser pointer on his arm. Like, it's not actually laser pointer, but it yeah. is in this game. <laughs> it's cool. And you could do, like, a spin attack. Uh, both of them, you could hold down to power it up, which is quite cool. Uh, if, you just, if you held down a spin attack, you'd just spin for ages, and then you'd get a bit dizzy after. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. You could also enter first-person view with the blaster on his arm, which is quite good. The controls were a bit horrible. But um, it was good that you could do that, because it was difficult to aim. Which brings me on to my next bit. Like the controls were not easy, again because it was it was probably one of the earlier three D platform games, and you've probably done it where you're trying to jump to a ledge and you accidentally press like left or right and you just miss completely. Oh. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. I could think of two games straight away: Tomb Raider and Assassin's Creed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm lining up this jump, I'm lining up this jump, and then I just jump the opposite way for some no reason whatsoever. <laughs> or the camera spins at the wrong time. Yeah. yeah. We've all been there. One thing that was really nice about this is what was that you could use the shoulder buttons to turn yourself really gradually, and the camera would turn with you so you could line up the jumps properly. And then all you have to do is press forwards, because there were no analog sticks in the at this point. Which, again, has the problem of, like, accidentally pressing left and right because <laughs> jumping nowhere near where you want to be. So, yeah, that was really nice. Like, it was a bit slow sometimes, but at least you were getting the jump right. You sort of jump onto something and you're right, I'm going to turn very slowly over here and I'm facing exactly where I need to go. And that, that was quite cool. I, I did enjoy that that part of it. And uh, so I finished the first level. It did. Um, it does ask you if you want to finish up. Every time you collect one of these Pizza Planet tokens, it says, do you want to finish the level here? And I'm like, well, no, I've got more quests to do. But uh, yeah, so I ended up spending about an hour on that level. And I got to the second level and I was like, right, I'm not spending a long time on this one. I'm going to turn it off for now. I'll play it again tomorrow. And I was like, oh, this looks interesting, though. I'm going to walk over here and see what's going on over here. 
And it's like, oh, the tree I can climb. I'm going to climb this tree and see what's up this tree. And I end up spending probably a good half hour to 45 minutes on this on the second level when I wasn't going to play it at all. Like it was just, it just felt really addictive. It, it was always something, something more you could do. Mm. I didn't, I didn't really do much more of the second level. I, I, I read up about it a little bit. Uh, it didn't get fantastic reviews. I would say it got worse reviews than Streets of Rage three. Oh really? Yeah, but then 3D platform games weren't out at the point when Streets of Rage three was out. So, like, even though it was a much better game than Streets of Rage three, I would say Streets of Rage. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was good. It was a good game, but people were already comparing it to other 3D platformers by this point, and not what came before it. Yeah. So it probably wasn't as good as other 3D platformers, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. People were saying that um, it got quite repetitive, and I could see that. Like, I think there was like 15 levels altogether. Oh, one or two, then. Yeah, and uh, I think maybe that there were definitely some bosses, so I don't know if there was bosses included in that 15, but e- even if it was like 10 levels of these five quests, I could see how... I would have got pretty fed up of doing them, like collecting 50 coins every time. I don't think there was too much variation in it. Obviously, it wasn't exactly the same. You were not finding sheep every single level. But I think there was definitely a race in the second level. There was definitely collecting coins for ham in the second level. So I'd assume they kept some things the same, just made it a bit harder. Yeah. And so because of that, I'm not going to put it above Donkey Kong Country on my list, which we haven't even looked at for a while <laughs> yet. <laughs> That's right, we've got a few games that we have had a special episode where we can do them all at once. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was above Donkey, Donkey Kong Country to start with, but yeah, it's not no, there anymore. No, no. James Pond 3 is the best game you've played. Uh, James Pond 3 would go quite low, I would say. Did oh, I say I, I can't even remember if I said I enjoyed that. You told me it you only, liked it. It was only like two weeks ago. <laughs> it was okay, yeah, it was alright. It's it hard, brilliant. Though. What have I got underneath? Donkey Kong. Castle of Illusion. No, it's not going above that. Panzer Dragoon Saga is not going above that. Blast Core. It's not going. To... Okay, yeah, it's not. It's not anywhere near the top. Oh, shocking behaviour. Yeah, but it was a very good game. I would. Um, I. I don't know if I would recommend playing it because it's. It wasn't fantastic compared to the games that are out now, but I. I did really enjoy it. I enjoyed it a lot more than some of the games I've played. Definitely. Mm. But yeah, um, there's not a lot else to say about it. Did, did you ever play it? You probably never played it. No, no, no. I yeah, was too well, busy that's... with my sword. <laughs> yeah, with yeah, Final Fantasy. Okay, cool. Well, what uh, do you want to talk about? The last game of the episode. Yes, we'll do. Right then. So anyway, I was saying yes. Um, I I didn't actually have to play it that much because I played this game to death. I did actually did I did play it, but it was just like oh, it was just more of a refreshing in my memory of it. Yeah, yeah. Or well, anything. I've I never said, actually played this game. Oh yeah, I remember. Where, once. where was I? I was uh, in talking with my my like my first proper girlfriend from school when we were up there and uh, walked to the game shop and there it was and all its glory. I remember picking it up and I was like, oh my god, Age of Empires, and took that home and installed that bad boy straight away. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I still got it now. I love it.
So yeah, this game was released in 1997. If you want a precise date, it was October the 15th. All the good things come out in October. <laughs> <laughs> the developer was uh, Assemble Studios. I have no idea who they are, in all fairness. Uh, Microsoft no. Windows... Well, actually, sorry, the platforms were Microsoft Windows, Mac, Windows Mobile, PS2, uh, the N-Gage, the N- Nintendo DS, the, uh, iOS, and Android. And uh, if you don't know, um, this is a real-time strategy. Uh, a bloody excellent game, really, should be the genre for it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, one of my first notes for it was one of the games... One of my go-to games. It is literally one of my go-to. This one and actually the third of a third um Age of Empires. Yeah, got a thing for that one as well. Second one's alright. Played that a lot in college. Got in trouble actually a lot with that in college. <laughs> college, but this is why this is my game. This is the game in the series focuses on historical events throughout time. Uh, Age of Empires covers the events between the Stone Age. Oh, I need to bloody make this larger, uh, and the classical period. In, uh, in Europe and Asia, GameSpot as well, they describe this game as a mix of civilization and Warcraft. Well, GameSpot, you couldn't be more bloody wrong. <laughs> I think. Because we're going to go back to it again. Sorry, Ryan. Civilization sucks. And Warcraft, the one that you like, is alright. But it's no Age of Empires. Okay. <laughs> you know, I understand why they think civilization, because you advance through time. Different, different civilizations and all that lot, and I understand Warcraft as well because it's all the combat related to it. But yeah, nah, I think nah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> you have a choice of uh, twelve civilizations to begin with. Anyway, they come in groups really, so it's kind of like you, the group style, and then you have the Egyptians style, whatever, any variation of the Egyptians, uh, the Babylons, and the East Asians as well. I ended up choosing the Greek style and chose Greeks because it was nice and simple <laughs> to review that. <laughs> it yeah. was just easier if I could review, which is Greeks. Okay. Fire up the bad boy and um, I have a choice now of a single player, online multiplayer, which I did that quite a lot actually with um, my friend Simon. Well, not back in the day of um, uh, MSN Messenger. <laughs> because... Um, <laughs> They they had like a at one point because the game was so popular they had like a button on there where you can click and it'll take you straight to the game. Really? Did you have to own yeah, the game? You had to own the game, obviously. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, but it was um it was weird. It was just like yeah, that's how popular it got. Like it was, had its own spot on MSN Messenger. Yeah. I can hear all the bloody ringtones and stuff on that thing now. Actually, if I think of MSN Messenger, they like, bling bling when someone's trying to shake the screen on that. Remember that? <laughs> No, I don't remember. Rem- don't remember much about MSN Messenger. I remember I used it a lot. Yeah, not yeah. How much about it? It's good times. That was was that was like peak internet for me. <laughs> peak internet. Back yeah. in the day. Back in the day. Well, peak dial up then. We'll say. Yeah. <laughs> so also, there's another choice that you could have was a scenario builder where you can just like make your own weird ass creations if you want to do. I can remember one time I got bored playing it, whatever, and uh, what I did was create this big giant pit, and I filled it with literally everything I could, like from like elephants to like buildings, people, whatever, and then I put like a million archers, sorry, a billion a archers. A billion, sorry. of course, it's going to yes. be a billion. 
Yeah, all the way around it, and it was just like click go, and then watch the massacre. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you can do what you want with that. I always really enjoyed making weird scenarios up. So yeah, yeah, that was fun. All right. You know. So after you pick whatever choice what you want to do, single multiplayer, whatever. I of course pick single player because I'm sure the online multiplayer doesn't work now. I'm not sure how many people were probably playing this. You got a choice now to pick of your civilization, which I already picked the Greeks, and who you want to go up against. So you have a choice of again like the Babylons and all that lot. And uh, how many people can it be up to? Eight teams all together then. So that was yourself included and seven other people if you wanted to. And you can pick the size of the map, how big or small you wanted it. If you want on islands as well, if you want coastal, whatever you want, you can pick it as well. One of my favourite things that I remember one time, I uh, played the game and I picked um, the largest map possible and I picked um, islands as well. And um, <laughs> we all started on different islands. Yeah. It was mental, it was. I think this one game took me a couple of weeks just to finish it because it was so big. Really? Yeah. But my island was a complete fortress there because I, I put watchtowers probably every like couple of foot away from each other. Yeah. So my whole island was just surrounded by watchtowers but were like basically completely OP in the end. They were like, you know, yeah. they were destroying anything that come near it. <laughs> so I was always protected well. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I remember I was trying to kill this one bloke and his front of his island was absolutely solid. And then um, I managed to get my shits around the back and he didn't even have nothing there. And I just took <laughs> him completely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of my favourite saves that was. Where's that? So let's, let's stop. Can I stop you there? Or are yeah, you sure. in the flow? So you say it took, about, it took about two weeks. Was that against other people as well? No, that was against the computer. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I so I made the map so large and just everything, like, you know, it was just, it was a very long, I made it last that long myself yeah. because I was making sure that I built a tower <laughs> everywhere around. Yeah, That okay. probably took me the most, but the killing part was no time. Yeah, I, I was just wondering if, like, you were playing against other people and uh, they all well, I played it online. for two weeks as well. Oh, no, that would have been cool as fuck, man. That would have been yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, when I used to play it online, it was good. But the, the matches there probably only last for about, ranging from about 20 minutes to maybe an hour. Okay. It depends on your skill level and if you were pretty lucky or get the um, like st strategic points first, like, you know? Yeah. Cool. So, any, yeah, anyway, for this game, I picked a small map and it was just me versus the Egyptians. I thought, I don't need to do a massive game. I know this game. Is easy. Yeah. So you're placed on an unexplored world. Um, I think it's Fog of War, you call it again, isn't it? Where everything yeah. was... I remember we had this conversation last time when I played Warcraft. Everything was just black around on the little mini-map and it's your goal to clear it all and um, explore the map. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, you st you're started off with a few units. Generally, they're villagers. And um, you know, if you begin to building a strong empire each game unfolds the same way you begin with a town center as well um the villagers are just basic laborers so i'm not used to looking at the screen i'm so usually looking at my pages <laughs> yeah <laughs> right uh, at the town center enables you to build more of them and expand your settlement uh what i mean by them i mean villagers again the villagers are absolutely central to this game 
they do everything to start off with. Um, yeah. They gather your uh, your food, your stone, your gold, and your wood. A certain amount is consumed to build uh, various units and buildings. So, like, you know, for instance, you're trying to build a marketplace, you need 100 wood, 100 gold, and 100 food. Obviously, you need to keep your villagers always working. Yeah. Right, with uh, there's four, again, I've probably just gathered, just talking about that, and there's four resources that you have to gather anyway, food, stone, gold, and wood. As your civilization um, advances anyway, you uh, develop greater needs for their resources. Yeah. So, like, um, everything runs out quicker, and you just need to keep more, like, some certain buildings need certain things, so, it's like I said, uh, the more villagers you have, the better. So, I'm going to talk a little bit about the resources. So the food at the beginning of the game, uh, the best way to get food is to hunt animals. Eventually you can fish, but you only can do that uh, when you're... No, can you fish? no, you can fish straight away, I think, if I remember correctly. But uh, it's the Bronze Age when you get to, you can start farming. Okay. When you build a marketplace, then you can... Um, that's a way of producing food as well, because you can buy food at the marketplace. And you can, uh, with, obviously with gold, if you've been mining gold, that is. Stone. Stone is used exactly to build defensive structures and town centres. Um, some technologies also require stone uh, in order to pay for research. Uh, stone is only obtained through one source, again, and that's mining. That's the same with gold as well. Uh, gold is only obtained through mining. And uh, wood is uh, the most, uh, the, probably the highest resource you could probably have in the game after food, really. Um, that's for building all your structures at the beginning of the game. Guess what? You get wood from trees. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't know. So anyway, uh, start building the houses straight away. The more houses you have, the more population you can have. I think it, every time you put a house down, I think it gives you 10 extra population, I think it was. Right. And then I just got them all setting out, gathering food, building barracks eventually. And um, got to the point now where I had built everything up. And then um, it was time to advance my civilization. So you go to your town center and it will tell me you need 5,000 food, 5,000 wood or whatever it was, and etc. And then you can advance to the next age. Because uh, I think you start at the, I can't remember what the age is. Is That was a, what to say, caveman age. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Because that's not the bronze age, is it? No, no. I don't know what that, what that is. No. We'll just call them them. We'll just call them the caveman stage and you work your way up to bronze, iron and all that lot. And um, obviously, the more av more you advance, the more uh, technology that you get. And um, Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, 12 buildings that you can get altogether. There was the town centre, the barracks. Obviously, those two are easy to understand. The academy, where you can upgrade your units. So you can have them make have better swords or better clubs if you're a caveman i don't know yeah archery range again stables for all your your mounts uh siege workshop where you can build all your catapults and all that lot your dock for your fishing and also obviously boats for uh, exploring and destroying other boats your temple where you can build priests where they can heal other units uh your granary where uh food of course storage pit where you store your food your market <laughs> where you can buy and sell and your government center, which I can't remember what it does. Well, that pretty much like covers the whole game in a sense, really. Yeah. That's what you have to do. That's just like, well, that's just the basic understanding of it. I mean, 
after one I was just playing uh, the other day anyway, um, I went on to destroy the uh, Egyptians in no time. Quite frankly, we had a bit <laughs> of a we had a we had a bit of a standoff because there was this um what do you call this bridge? Well, it's not really even a bridge. It was just part of an island which was really narrow. So we're kind of having having like the fight of three hundred. We were. Yeah. Where at the time, I didn't have very many soldiers, and they seemed to have like a massive army. But I was trying to um, bottleneck, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and I managed to fend them off. So actually, really, my name in history should go down as well, you know, for um, beating back the Egyptians. <laughs> but I managed to um, build a few towers up in the end and take them down. But um, yeah fantastic game honestly i recommend it to anyone it is literally the most basic uh strategic real-time strategy game you can play but it's just fast it's furious like you know it's it's brilliant it's it's just got everything you need really it's, it's, you know it's nothing hard about it. it's nothing complex it's not like you know complex to do with like money and that lot where you've got to like juggle the books to make stuff a lot a lot no it's just literally a simple gathering game where you just pick up just gather stuff from the nature and make things stronger cool yeah that's uh that's my review of age of empires really it's yeah. just a bloody good game <laughs> i know i probably could get into the combat but it's pretty obvious what combat is really you kill each other yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you you said about uh yeah well like i said earlier, i've never actually played this game i've never even heard like a review like that of it okay at, at all I, I've, I've heard people talking about it so much jacobs ran a land party with a load of people like probably about a year ago now yeah um, and they were playing age of empires they, they invited me but i never played it before i knew i wouldn't enjoy playing it so i just went over and had a few beers yeah yeah I, so i've never known anything about it but the, the 12 civilizations you said about yeah were they much different to each other do, we, do they have no different strengths like I said, yeah they, they all had like advantages and weaknesses which i could have wrote down actually that would have been really sensible of me but, um, <laughs> <laughs> no i couldn't tell you but it was it's not technically it's technically each civilization has three each right so yeah there's, there's the, like i said there's the greek style and there was three types of greek styles one of them like i said was the greek something i can't remember what the other ones were so i haven't written them down but each um, style had three different types of civilization associated to it yeah that's quite yeah, cool but, yeah it's just bloody excellent though like you know i just i just love that game so much yeah yeah so um. it was a good pull thank you lee for giving me one of my favorite games ever <laughs> <laughs> it was um like i said i didn't actually need to play it yeah it was just that excellent yeah, yeah. I, I mean i i know it by heart so well like you know Cool. I did, like I said, I, did, I played it, I think, mostly, it was about 20 minutes, I reckon. I, yeah. I already knew it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, my um, my introduction into RTS games was probably Red Alert. The first one I ever played oh. on the PlayStation 1. Have you um, played the remastered version? No, I've not played any since Red Alert, really, I don't think. Oh, they, they remastered it earlier this year. Did they? Yeah. They even got the same, because you had that... that bad guy don't you yeah right. these they, like these real-time cutscenes, didn't they oh they did yeah it was like fmvs yeah and they had the same bad guy again he, he's come back again just oh. to do another new video oh that's amazing yeah i was like yes <laughs> yeah this is content that i want <laughs> but again you could get a mouse on the ps1 but i don't think i had a mouse 
So I was using the controller to move the cursor around the screen. It was pretty awful. I was pretty yeah. awful at it. I had Red Alert on the PlayStation 1 as well. Yeah. I think I know most people had Red Alert on the PlayStation 1 actually yeah. at some point. But yeah, I mean, so I, I we used to set it up like because you had to have two consoles and two TVs for the PS1 to, to link them, didn't you, and play against each other. Yeah. So we used to set it up in the back of the shop that I was in and I was... I don't think I ever won a match. So I was put off put off of um, real-time strategy games for a long time. Ah. The only reason why I played Warcraft 3 was because it's Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you've got to love that game. Yeah. Well, actually, I never actually said. I played Warcraft 3 a lot when I was at uni before we could get around the block. They blocked everything apart from internet browsing which was port 8080, I think, or port 80, for the oh, technical right. people out there. I don't know much about it. But yeah, so before we could get around that, all I was doing was playing like Flash games on on, on rubbishy Flash game websites and Warcraft 3. Oh, nice. And then we got around it, and I was just <laughs> stuck to World of Warcraft then. <laughs> yeah, Championship Manager 0102 was a, a big popular game in and said so Age of Empires 2 as well. Yeah. Was the the games that we were playing a lot in college. I did think about playing Age of Mythology at one point, actually. Did you play that uh, one? Yeah. No, I've never played any of that, actually, in all yeah. fairness. Yeah, that was, again, that, well, it was the, um, what's a spin-off? Yeah, I think so. A, yeah. Something along, I don't know what the actual name for it. An expand-alone. Yeah, that would do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think I've got any more questions. I think maybe I thought of a couple as you were talking, but they've gone now. Oh, welcome to my life, of mate. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> talking of questions, uh, we're not on questions yet. Oh bollocks! Then no, I thought that was a segue. No, you were correct. Talking of questions, hey. <laughs> Should we move on to question time? No. No, okay. <laughs> we have actually got quite cool. a few questions today, so yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is going to be a bit of fun. There was a couple some very similar ones. We we had a few questions from Leon Utley. Uh, let's start with those. Okay, his first question is, what started you playing games? Hmm. Uh, my dad bringing over a ZX Spectrum. That's the thing that got me going. <laughs> um, playing playing Monty Mole and realising it's the hardest game I've ever played. Yeah. But getting into consoles was, um, what was it, DuckTales and uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers on the NES was the things that kicked off my gaming career. Cool. <laughs> they were, yeah, so was something special those games were. They, were, they were always hold a place, of, place with me, especially yeah. Chippendale as well. That's a great game that was. Awesome. What about you? What started you off? I would say, well, I spoke about the shop I worked in. It was my cousin who owned it. And so mm. uh, he was quite quite a few years older than me. And I used to hang around with him a lot. So it was him mainly. That will answer the next question mostly. But yeah, gaming has always been big in my family. I think it was bigger than a lot of families. But that's how I got into it, through him. The, the first games I played, my granddad, I'm sure I've said, had an Amiga. And he had a console. But I can't remember what it was. But he had, he had Pitfall on the console. He had the Smurfs. Um, but he also had a massive box of floppy disks with games on. Ah. I think Street Fighter 1 was in there. 
because uh, that's that's not even a one v one beat 'em up, is it? That's like a a bit like Streets of Rage sort of thing, where you're you are are you bird or is he a bad guy bird in the first one? I can't remember. Oh, street Fighter. Yeah. Bison. The no, the very first Street Fighter was a scrolling beat 'em up. I think. Well, no, you you've just thrown me out. I didn't know that. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. Uh, but, <laughs> yeah, he had Road Rash. He had loads of cool games. Um, and we used to, yeah, we used to play it when we go went around there. Dizzy, I've spoken about. Everyone loves Dizzy. Yeah. Cool. Next question. Who was your biggest influence on playing games? Who? Yeah. Well, as in, like, I watched someone play games or? I don't really know. That's all it says. So I was just going to talk about my cousin. Like I just said about he, um. He was always into gaming. He opened his own shop when he was 18, I think. And uh, we always used to go to his shop and hang around in the back when we were about 10, 11, me and my brother. And then went from there, you know. It was cool. Um, yeah, but difficult for me because I'm the only one in my family who games. Um, <laughs> my oldest friend, uh, Paul Pitcher, he had a Nintendo. He had the NES. I used to go around there a lot. So um, I was always quite jealous because at the time I didn't have a NES. Yeah. So my, <laughs> so my gaming then was pretty much done at his house. So um, yeah, I would say then probably Paul was my influence for gaming, but then I've always just wanted to game anyway. So <laughs> awesome, yeah. And his third question: What games are you currently playing? I'm currently playing FIFA Review, Leon. We play co-op together. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> he, he sat down actually last last yesterday. Um. I don't know how much you know about FIFA, but there's a thing called the Weekend League. You said about it. Yeah, you got to earn enough points, and then you you participate in it. Uh, it's where all like everyone, where you get all your best players from. You get some good packs and good rewards from it. You only get thirty games in it though. Right. So uh, the more wins you get, the more better rewards. And um, I had only a few more wins to get to the rank I wanted to. And uh, Leon, I did a share play yesterday. And Leon just watched me. Was my motivator. <laughs> awesome. And it come down. It come down to the last game. Last game. Yeah, and I completely fucked it. I oh, lost my bottle, mate, and I lost. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It was a. Uh, I wasn't very motivated in the end. <laughs> Hate FIFA. Goddamn stupid game. Currently, I am watching someone on Twitch play it right now. Though. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, yeah, we're. Uh, I I play Heroes of the Storm. Whenever I can, most yeah, most most nights. But we've just started playing Rocket League again together. We we've played that a lot actually. Yeah, give me a shout actually next time you go on. Yeah, and you can join you can join our uh, esports team, like we said about yes, earlier. Yeah. Um, if anybody else wants to join, you're more than welcome to uh, join us. I thought I automatically qualified for it during the fact that he's a member cast. <laughs> of course he did. Jacobs was already in the in our club. The club uh, it, we used to be called CMOT. All right. After cut me own throat, Dibbler. It was Seamot because you get four characters as your little. I don't know what the right word is. Uh, it shows like four characters, like initials. So hmm. it was C M O T, and then Dibbler. We were was our team name. Cut me own throat, Dibbler. Uh, so, but I was <laughs> like, I have to change this now. See that that's how long it's been since I played it. About yeah. over. We've been going for what eight months now, something like that. Yeah. And yeah, so that's how long it's been. So yeah, we had to become men podcasting badly. Oh, remember those epic games that we used to play together? We had all everyone online, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was good. 
Enjoyed it's it. always me and you scoring the goals. Yeah. <laughs> I can't fly whatsoever, but on the ground, I'm lethal. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Trails of Cold Steel 4 as well. Nice. That counts. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there you go then. Uh, the next question from Matt Dunbar. What games do you think had the biggest influence on you and the, ga- and the gaming industry? Well, there's only one answer again, isn't it? It's going to be the almost Ooh. obvious answer, but... It's- it's Final Fantasy VII, oh, isn't it? It's got to be. Um, it has to be. Yeah, most influence on me. Um, I loved the RPGs then, but that just took it to a whole different level. And really, Final Fantasy VII redefined the RPG genre. Yeah. There was just this awesome story- storytelling, graphics at the time, the whole world of it being 3D as well. Just um, the walking around, the- everything was just brilliant. Yeah, Final Fantasy VII is just, has to be for me. Yeah. For me, it's got to be World of Warcraft. I've played that. So obvious answer for you, then, it isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I don't really know be. what to answer with what's been the biggest influence on the gaming industry because, I don't know, the current gaming industry would probably have to be Fortnite or Minecraft. I don't really have mm. good reasons for that because I haven't researched it or thought about it, but that's what it I would to go be. down the same route as for you that as well, yeah. yeah. But then, if you if you're not counting today's industry if you're going back what was the most influential game on mario mega drive yeah mario sonic probably got to be them not et as well bloody good game that was you still got to play it now haven't you yeah i'm gonna play it next episode no i'm not gonna play it no i'm not gonna oh i give my hopes up that would be amazing (laughs) but yeah uh not an easy question to answer but it's just the obvious games everyone knows. Yeah, uh, just trying to think if there's been games out of other than the norm that have been bit, a big influence on the gaming industry. It depends. Oh, I because can't think of... do, do you know what the most popular game in the world is? It's a freaking mobile game, probably. Isn't it? Oh, it probably is. Yeah, ignoring mobile games. Well, I don't know. I'm not so much, not so sure now, but. I would have said it's Minecraft. It was, I'm sure it was, Dota 2. Dota 2 and League of Legends are always at the top of Twitch anyway. You can't you can't necessarily go on, on views on Twitch, but they're just not popular over here. The rest of the world, they're the biggest two games. Yeah, yeah. Twitch on it, and in the UK is FIFA and Fortnite. Is it? Yeah, when I go on there, there's always about 20,000. I mean, I've got Twitch on right now. If I go onto the home screen... Let's have a look. What's the most followed thing right now? Um, I actually don't know how I do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. FIFA FIFA at the moment has got 130,000 views at the moment. And then we've got Among Us. Actually, it's got 200,000. Actually, yeah. Uh, yeah. At the moment, it's Minecraft, Fortnite, COD, Among Us, and FIFA 21. Okay, so neither of those two games I just said are on there. Well... Yeah. <laughs> They, oh, sorry, no, Counter-Strike has got more, actually. Bloody hell. They're usually at the top. Like League of Legends has got 200,000. But anyway, yeah, they have generally been at the top for a long time, whereas FIFA is going to die down in a few weeks. Among Us is probably going to die down in, in some time. But yeah, it depends, it depends how you think about it. FIFA would never die down. <laughs> that one stays popular. Oh, okay, I never really looked for it. Oh, uh, We've got a couple more questions. Uh, one from Michaela Fitzgerald. If you were to create a game around being postman, what ideas would you have? <laughs> now, I what I was saying... That's a hard one. Yeah, what I was saying earlier about 
being cautious about what we say and I wasn't sure what we could and couldn't say. This is where we have to be careful, I think, about what we say. Yeah, I don't even know how to start with that one, in all fairness. Well, I'm surprised you haven't said um, the walking one, walking postman simulator. That oh, of course, yeah, the most obvious one. Yes, well, yeah, there's a, there's already a game like that already, Death Stranding on the PS4. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yes, the, the walking postman simulator. You have to deliver cargo from one area to another. <laughs> Apparently the storyline is amazing. I, I watched it on YouTube, some of it. It's, it's, it's Hideo Kojima, so you'll never understand it in a million years. Yeah, game looks brilliant. Game sucks, really. <laughs> and that's, again, that's why it sits proudly in my collection. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, mate? Uh, anything? Well, I mean, you'd have to have running away from dogs in there. Well, then again, I can think of now that's got delivering and running away from dogs is just Paperboy. Oh, yeah, no, but she, uh, Michaela has said, what ideas would you have for a game? Oh, what ideas would I have? For a game okay, around then. being a postman. Oh, some of the postmen I know jump fences, so some sort of... Uh... <laughs> that would be an athletics game. It would have to be an... Yeah, yeah with, with dogs running behind with you dog, yeah, 100 yeah. metres, hurdles. Yeah, you could have like, like a dog relay or something, like you know, where you... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will take it in turns, get and run away from the dog. What else could it be? Yeah, the yeah, fence jumping would be the hurdles, yeah. Yeah. So how about we like we sort the letters in the morning? We could have some sort of um like accuracy test. Discus. Where we've got a, yeah, or put it in the right pigeonhole from a distance. Yeah, well I've done that in World of Warcraft. Uh, <laughs> ah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. That would be quite fun. <laughs> yeah. I'll get creating right it now. Wouldn't be very, it wouldn't though. be very fun at all. <laughs> no, 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 no. God no. <laughs> and the last question. From Lee Spicer, if you could combine two games together, which would they be and why? Oh my god, what creation could I make here? I don't know. Uh, Harvest Moon and Bloodborne. (laughs) (laughs) Just because why not? I got no reason to make that game whatsoever. Harvest Blood, we'll call it. I, I, I don't know how to describe this game. What about you? What would you combine together? <laughs> it's something I said a little while ago. I would love an MMO with superheroes. I know they exist, but a good one. It, it can't be set in a city because that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but then generally, every superhero film was always set in a city. I know, but they could write something... Where, where where it is not saying a city, <laughs> it just didn't. How about some small village? It it doesn't it doesn't have to go. It, <laughs> it doesn't have to be related to a film. I played Champions Online for a long time, and that wasn't associated with DC or Marvel or anything like that. So they could do their own thing. The most of the first bit was centered around a city, but and like the first expansion that came out, you went to an island. And there was a, a, a mad scientist there who's been creating dinosaurs, all the enemies were dinosaurs. That was very cool. Yeah. But yeah, I just get fed up of being in cities all the time. It's just not aesthetically pleasing. Those damn bloody cities. <laughs> With all their buildings and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the end of the questions. Oh, thank you very much, everyone. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you for everybody to everybody for your questions. The next section is reviews. Hey? 
The next section is reviews. Views of what? Uh, well, re- when we get reviews or or email, oh, we've got a review. Or emails or anything like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Technically, we we didn't actually get a review, but um, I thought I'd stick it in here anyway. There's a one of the first episodes, I think maybe episode three or four. I was talking with Jacobs about the Warcraft law, and he, I think he was saying he'd love to get into it, but it's way too much. So I was saying that. I learn a lot of mine from the Morally Grey podcast. I don't know if you, you were a listener back then. I don't know if you would remember that. But I, I just sort of said off the cuff, if you're interested in listening to the law, because it's in, all in chrono- chronological order, if you're interested, go and listen to them. And if you do, tell them we sent you. <laughs> and somebody <laughs> went over and, and wrote into them and told them we sent them. So... Uh, it was uh, it was because they they read all their emails out, and it was the most recent episode. Uh, it was crazy. I got to the end, and I was not expecting to hear him say the words "men podcasting badly." I was like, I was pretty gobsmacked. That's hey, we've made we've made it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, like I said, I, I thought I'd talk about that here. It was it was a guy called Jack. I want to say a massive thank you to Jack for. For doing what I said, even though I feel bad about it now because I wasn't actually expecting anybody to uh, to go and do that, but uh, oh, thank you, Jack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, Jack wrote into them and said, you know, love your podcast. I was sent here by men podcasting badly, etc. The guy Jin, he actually said he checked us out and he thought we were pretty decent, which was also awesome. <laughs> Aww. yeah. So I like Jim. Do you know what? I take back everything I said about him. Jim. I like him. <laughs> Didn't even get his name right. <laughs> no, <he> oh <laughs> shit! <laughs> so yeah, we that is our review section for the first time ever. Thank you, Jack. Oh, uh, we need a um, a theme tune or a jingle for that one. We do. Yes. Good point. <laughs> yeah. Everything's got to have a jingle in my book. Do, 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 do. No, I like that. I didn't, mm. like I said, that's the first one, so I never even thought about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just thinking ahead, mate. Always ahead. Cool. <laughs> right, next week, we'll be playing games that we pick for ourselves. So, Cookie, have you had a think oh, about what you are going to choose next week? Uh, I know one. Yeah. But I'm going to have to take out of my hat. Obviously, when I was pulling out the hat last Friday... I obviously had my little girl with me, and she was obsessed with me playing one game, if you remember correctly. Oh, I don't remember that. It was, it was The Little Mermaid. Oh, yes. And she wants to sit down with good old daddy and play that one. So uh, the first game I'll be picking for myself will be The Little Mermaid on the Mega Drive. <laughs> cool. Very cool. <laughs> Which I cannot wait. What about you, mate? I, you know, this is really bothering me because I know I've thought of a good three or four games since the last time we did this it would have been two months ago that we picked for ourselves yeah and i've definitely thought of some and thought that is a fantastic idea and they've gone i cannot think i cannot oh, remember shit. what they were i gotta try to think of another game myself now i like to play a crap game though that's what i like to do i always pick one awful game because i just like i want to i want to get through the library of awful games yeah <laughs> <laughs> cool well, I don't know what anyone else thinks like that, apart from me. <laughs> uh, so there's definitely one I will play. I am going to play Dizzy. I know I said it. It was one of the first games I said that I wanted to play. 
So I'm going to play Dizzy. Maybe not Treasure Island, because that's the one everybody knows. I might try and pick one that I've never heard of before, never really seen much about. But it will be a Dizzy game. Uh, Dizzy... Right then, well, just with the um, the horror spirit, we're, oh no, we've gone past Halloween, have we? Well, we're near Halloween then. <laughs> I decided that I'll be playing Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on the Nintendo. Apparently, it's gone awful, so that's right up my street for awesome. the next game of shiteness. <laughs> Good stuff. My second game, I think, I really want to play Broken Sword at some point. Everyone seems to remember Mist and I Ribbon. I Broken Sword. I, I never played it. And like I said, oh, people so good. generally don't tend to remember it, but I'm not sure if it's going to be a good one for the podcast. Slow. <laughs> it's kind of, if you, for somebody who doesn't have much time, I wouldn't recommend it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another one I was reading about the other day, Clonoa. I think that's what I'm going to play for next episode. I don't remember much about it. I know it's a platformy game, but uh, that seems to be one that's been forgotten a little bit. Mm. So yeah, I think I'm going to go for a dizzy game and Clonoa. I think a perfect choice. Awesome. <laughs> what were yours again? Little Mermaid and... Little Mermaid, Jackal and Hyde ah, on yeah. the NES. Cool. Well, uh, that's all for this episode. Thank you all for your support. It really does mean a lot to us. We have a fantastic time doing this and I hope you guys have an equally great time listening. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Mem Podcasting Badly. You should be able to find us. For those of you who maybe aren't on social media but still want to reach out to us with any feedback, corrections, questions or any other reason, you can do by emailing us at contact at menpodcastingbadly.co.uk. If you would like to leave us a review, you can over at Apple Podcasts. Uh, I'm not aware of any other podcast platforms that allow you to review. If your podcast platform of choice does, then all reviews are appreciated and helps us massively. But, of course, the best thing that you can do for us is just to tell your friends about us. We also need to say a massive thank you to some of the people who helped us get up and running at the beginning. So, Shane, Pixel Zero, he can help with all sorts of technical and back-end stuff. You can find him over on Fiverr and Facebook. Matt at Retro Heroes. If you're looking to buy or sell any sorts of retro gaming gear, he's your man. Check him out on Facebook and eBay. Faye Frost, she very kindly did all of our absolutely amazing artwork. You can check out more of her stuff on Facebook, Instagram, or even request some commission work for yourself. And the other Matt over at Synthetic3D. They create 3D miniatures and terrain. They've got hundreds to choose from. You can check out their website or find them on Facebook. As always, all of the information there, including ours, will be up in the show notes with links. And again, a massive thank you to all of you for listening in and joining us on this journey. Stay safe out there and respect each other. We have been men podcasting badly. And I will fucking kill my neighbours. <laughs> stand here. No, stand. Can you say... Game over. Game over. Say again into the microphone. Game over. There we go. Thank you. Game over. Game over.